What's up, y'all? It's Brother Ali in the mix with Tim Einakel on the library, rapstation.com. Keep it right here. Back in. Crazy Drazy, member of the hip-hop group Das Effects, started to pursue a solo career in 2012 with the release of his debut album, Showtime, which will be followed up by his next album, Showtime Encore, and will be released this year. With that, I welcome Crazy Drazy to the library with Tim Einekel on rapstation.com. Yo, 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 what's poppin'? Thanks for having me, man. So as mentioned, in 2012, you went off to pursue your, your solo career. Uh, so I was just curious, just to start from the beginning, like in, in a group, you have the opportunity to kind of play off each other and each other's lyrics, but then as a solo artist, you could only really play off your own lyrics. Was that an easy transition for you? It's actually a challenging <laughs> transition. You know, it's kind of, you know, especially if you've been doing the duo thing for, you know, the last 20 years, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're thrust into kind of flying the plane by yourself with no real co-pilot. It could be challenging, you know what I mean? So, but luckily, I mean, you know, you got to, well, for me anyway, I just tried to get my mind right, and I've done a few shows. I got a few shows under my belt, and you know, it's it's kind of known when to go hard, when to pull back, because you don't have that extra support there. You know what I mean? Now, in, in terms of the songs, doing the songs, it's also challenging because you have to basically rely on your own skills. There's no, you know, partnering. There's no, you know, throwing ideas around. So, you know, the whole thing is challenging, you know? Right. Did you still have, I'm just as a solo artist, do you still have that, like, you know, one sounding board that you still could kind of throw ideas off of, or did it just become completely you? Yeah, it's pretty much just, you know, no, I mean, honestly, I kind of like it like that at times because, you know, when you're in a room full of people, then there's this opinion, that opinion, I don't like this, I don't like that. So when it's just me by myself, I could just really sit with the beat and go where I want to go, you know? So as I mentioned, Showtime Encore will be the uh, the follow-up album to your first solo yes. album, uh, Showtime. And I said one kind of one 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 really quick question about um I mean the, just the process and for these two albums. Uh one did you at all with the second album, uh Showtime Encore, did you approach this one differently than the first and also did you feel more comfortable going into this album more than the first album you went into since you it was the first time you were going off as like a solo artist? Doing doing the first album was kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't know where I was going with it, but I just know I wanted to make it a representation of what the fans knew me for, you know, in terms of DOS effects. I knew I, I needed to make it boom back. And especially since the last DOS album wasn't around the corner, it was 2003, and it wasn't, in my opinion, our best work. So, Doing the Showtime album, I knew I had to basically tell the fans what they wanted to hear, make it how they, you know, I thought they would want it to sound. And, you know, with Encore, it's pretty much I'm in the groove. My my challenge is just trying to find, quote unquote, those boom bap records, you know, because, yeah, producers, they've changed their sound and you know, the whole game, which is a whole nother story, the whole sound of the music industry has changed. So to find that authentic boom bap, yeah, that's challenging, you know. But 
you know, we're still out here. Right, nice. You, uh, I'm gonna jump around a little bit, but you, you, you released a, mic, a mixtape called Faith, and yeah. uh, but I, so as I read, I kind of was re, like trying to figure out how I, you know, just reading into each the mixtape compared to the album, and I, mm-hmm. and I feel like I got a more, and not in a bad way, but like a more of a, a relaxed feel from you in the mixtape versus Showtime where in Showtime like you said you were kind of you know showing the fans rem- reminding the fans who you were and who you are uh, but with Faith I felt like you were having kind of a, a little more I guess quote fun um, am I kind of looking reading this wrong or is this kind of how you were feeling at the time no I think um, with Faith I tried to I wanted to say something mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean because with the Dots Effects thing and even with my Showtime thing, I've never really gotten into depth. You know what I mean? I really never let the fans know what I felt like in the morning and the evening, what my five-year plan was in life, and, you know, was I depressed, was I happy, you know what I mean? So with show with, with Faith, that's what I kind of wanted to do. I didn't want to say, oh, I'm the best MC in the room, I can make the best record, I'm this and that. I didn't want to do all that braggadocious thing. What I wanted to do was let them know, hey, look, man, you know, as a, you know, as a, a rapper of a certain age and from a certain era, it's kind of tough out here at times. Right. You know, people will tell you know what I mean. Yeah, so definitely. That's why. That's why you hear songs like My Moment and Reach for the Top and you know Dream Big and all those records because I think I'm not. I know I'm not the only one. Right. You know, the music industry is, is cruel, you know, it's a cruel place. They they spit you out, toss you aside, put you in a, in a box and all this other crap, you know? Right. And actually, I want to talk about one of the tracks, as you just mentioned, the, the track My Moment. Uh, you kind of, yeah. t- it, it really, I mean, when I heard it, I played it like five times in a row because I really, really enjoyed it. Um, as, a, as, as, as Just as a single track, I thought it was really great. Um because you talk about that, you know, you have that one shot and you talk about how you have to take a full advantage of this opportunity. Um, so when did you make, as an artist, when did you make that personal realization that this is kind of what you had to do? Well, you know what? You know what? I think Madonna said it when she said, what was I thinking when I wasn't thinking? <laughs> right. So, I mean, you know, it just hit me, you know, life comes and just sometimes, you know, it's not a thing where it knocks at your door. You know, you could be watching TV, you could be watching your peers, you could stub your toe, you know, when the light bulb goes off, you know what I mean? So, you know, when you enter the music industry and you're in your 20s and the world is at your fingertips, you're not really thinking about much, you know, you're thinking about there and now in the moment. But, you know, time goes by and things happen and then you look around and you're like, hey, you know, and, you know, so I can't pinpoint it. But I mean, with time, you're supposed to get wiser. So I can say that's basically what happened to me. You know, I woke up over a period of time and said, wait a minute, you know, you know, you start looking at your five year plan and you're looking what I because trust me. When, it, when we're all singing that happy, sad song, when the new year comes in, whatever that is, before you know it, man, January's gone, and you're into April, and then you're back into November, and you're like, oh, shit, it's another new year. You, <laughs> yeah, know totally. what I'm <laughs> <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it just hit me like that, man. Like, yo, Drizzy, Drizzo, you got to do something here. Like, yo. me to be here. You know, as you mentioned, Showtime was kind of reestablishing yourself. Um, the mixtape Faith is 
kind of saying I have to talk about you know I want to talk about five year plan everything. Yeah. So yeah. with Encore, I mean, what is what can we expect from that? I mean, we're obviously like what, what's great I think about these first two is that we're watching you develop as an artist and you know as, and as a person as well even though you know you obviously like you said you've, you've been in it for 20 years but you you know you, you still have that constant development so kind of what are we what can we as fans and as an audience kind of expect from Encore well from Encore what I want to do is I, I want to I want to give the fans because for me that the you know I'm, I'm like uh I'm, I'm torn in between two worlds. Listen, I just came from Estonia, and if you can find that on your map, good luck, right? Unless you're Googling it. But, man, let me tell you, the fans in Estonia, they want one sandwich, and that is boom back, right? But then the fans over here in the States, they want, you know, a, a totally different sandwich. They want a little bit of mustard on it. They want a little bit of something on it. You know what I mean? So, And then me as an artist, I want to just make music that is true to me, and if it has boom bap in it, so be it. If it has a little something that's not your typical boom bap, then so be it. So Encore for me is just going to be a mixture of a little bit of faith, a little bit of showtime, and then a little bit of the other music that I really, you know, I'm just doing because I love making music. But one thing I can say is I think... When you listen to it, you're going to be like, this guy, Dre, got it together. Because what I'm finding out about myself is the more music I make, the easier it's becoming. You know, so that's kind of what I think Encore is going to be. It's going to be boom bap, but it's going to be telling you about, you know, what I want to do still and where I want to be. And maybe I'll tell a Slick Rick type story and, you know, I'll just do what the hell I want to do. But it's just going to be more music that you're going to say, wow, this guy, Dre, is continuing to grow as an artist. You know, as, as we mentioned, you were a part of the group, um, still a part of the group, uh, Das Effects, who, de- you know, mm-hmm. de- debut album came out in 1992. And mm-hmm. you've obviously been doing this for more than 20 years and you've traveled overseas on tour. Uh, your fan base has expanded. So has your has your reason for pursuing this art form have, has that changed at all, or is it still the when you got into this game in the first place? Is this the is it still the same? I my my view on you know life obviously has changed because I've been around the world two hundred million times. So when I got into the music, it was because it was just in my blood, and it's still in my blood. You know what I mean? It's like any it's it's you know the difference between getting a job or or a career or you know your passion those are all three def- different things you know so i got into music because it was what i wanted to do woke up went to sleep doing wanted to be an artist same thing now but slightly different you know i look at the music industry as this open opportunity like when Bugsy Siegel went to Vegas and he saw the desert and people were like, what do you see? It's just friggin' sand. And he's like, no, man, I see stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what I see the music industry as. It's the, it's the doorway to, yo, anything and everything. It's not like me and you are two garbage men sitting here like, hey, you know, uh, you know, if we pick up enough garbage, we can become the best garbage men in town. And- <laughs> man, listen, this is the music industry. You mess around, crack the code. You are, you're Jay-Z. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. That's kind of, you know, where I'm at in my life right now. Like the music. And luckily, 
I can make music with my left pinky toe and I'm a righty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, music for me is just like that. But I know it's an opportunity now and it's what you do with it. Similar to basketball players and, you know, I don't care who you are. If it's something you can do to open the door to become the greatest person ever, whether it's you're now an entrepreneur or you're the greatest inventor or because that's what music can do for you. you it can allow you to now become this other person and explore your brain and do all types of stuff. You've, you know, I was curious as a, as an, in the, I, I talked to a, a, few, a lot of independent artists and I'm just curious, uh, your take on this with, you know, obviously albums and the internet, it's become really easy to pirate any album. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that, is that, is the goal still for an independent artist to, you know, I, you know, and they're you know, ideally make money off of album sales or is that just kind of a reality that you don't have and that you, you know, you've already thought, well, I'm not going to make money off these album sales because someone's going to pirate my stuff, but mm-hmm. I have to make money off of a touring or, you know, merch. I mean, is that, is that already in the, the works as you're kind of making an album? You know what? The, the, what's in the works is that anything is possible, mm-hmm. you know, and expect the unexpected. You know, the can go where you make great music, no one hears it, and you're doing in an independent, and then all of a sudden you're Macklemore. Right, right. You know what I mean? Or the shit can go, you're making music over a period of time, and then your shit is just sitting on some VP's desk or some A&R's desk, and then Pharrell walks in, and next thing you know, you're Robin sick and thick. You know what I'm saying? So it can go so many freaking ways, man. Like for me, for instance, now my, my situation is, listen, I'm crazy Crazy as Dot Effects Google me, right? I got many pages coming up. But my thing is, if you look at my quote-unquote numbers, my followers, my ind- two independent offerings, the sales, the downloads, you're like, oh, this guy's not really. So that's my challenge. My challenge is, okay, they're going to pirate it. It's not going to translate into Twitter followers or, you know, uh, or Facebook likes or something like that. But that's the challenge I have. Steal it, do whatever the hell you want to do with it. I just wanted to come across the world's radar. Like, oh, shit, this guy, Crazy Drazy, is incredible. And guess what? He has a solid fan base because that's what it's rooted in. You know what I mean? You you can't be the leader of an army and you have no army. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's my thing. You know what I mean? Like, yo, if this was in the 90s, and I don't want to sound like one of those oh, back in my day, <laughs> but you know, I'm not that guy, but my thing is, it's, it's just, that's just how it is. You know, it's on numbers. So my greatest challenge is not stealing my, not bootlegging, but do all that, but just make sure you show up in the masses where it counts so that the people I really want to reach, they're like, wow, this guy's Ray has a following and, you know, yeah, he can touch some people because I don't want to make mindless, stupid music at the end of the day. I want to make like Faith reach for the top, my moment, so people could say, yeah, actually, they told me I couldn't see this Ray and, you know, look at me, you know? <laughs> if, 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 I mean, as someone who's, you know, who, 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 who came up in the 90s and who, who, who you know, who... You know, it was an artist who experienced like what it was like to actually, you know, get radio play because, or or even you know, music television play because it was it was a time where 
obviously radio and music the stuff you heard was a little more was more diverse than what you hear today like you like you would have the you know like you know i mean you would have the most like you know like uh, public enemy and you have like two live crew right in the same on the same in the same playlist but nowadays you obviously don't have that if if that was still true today for you like if that was still true today would you I'm, i'm wondering would you care more that if your stuff was or wasn't played on radio than back in the 90s when there was more diversity in radio? Listen, man, we know you show me one person who does something and doesn't want to be acknowledged for it or right. want someone to see it. You know right. what I'm saying? Definitely. So hell yeah, I want my played before and after Drake and between and Rihanna and all that man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, I don't, I'm not doing it just because, oh, I want to represent the underground and I don't care. And, and if you're doing it, and like I tell a lot of artists, listen, we're all in this freaking game for different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, don't fault me if I have big eyes and like that. I'm, I'm from Jamaica and that's part of my thing where I came to the country. And I'm, I want it all, man, 10 jobs if I got to do that, you know? Nice. So, yeah, I mean, you know, my, my attitude is that, listen, we're all still making music. Trust me, you can. I know Onyx, they just dropped the album. This one just dropped a song. This one just dropped a song. But unfortunately, somewhere along the lines, the record execs, they all had this meeting. And just like they did disco, they said, OK, 90s sound or whatever you want to categorize it as. They said, oh, we don't want that sound. Let's play this sound now. You know, right, so right. that's kind of right. It's just someone had a meeting along the way, and in 2003, I did the homework when Lil John came in and he dropped through the window to the wall, and then I said, "Oh, sh-. the shift happened." Right. You know, and now basically, you want to talk about the underground? It, it's really the underground now. If you want to find stuff, you better go digging. Right, definitely. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I want to. I want to kind of. Uh, I, I, turn a little bit but talk more about your solo career I, and you know as mentioned in yeah. 2012 you you know you decided to take a break from DOS FX and pursue your solo career uh, did you always know that you wanted to pursue a solo career and if not when did that kind of when did you decide that no I didn't I mean you know I'm I'm uh, my thing is I'm you know, doing, I'm acting off of an action or a reaction. My, my, my thing is a reaction off of an action. So but for me, the, the DOS effects brand wasn't moving fast enough for me because the speed of the game has changed one and two. Listen, it's just one of those things where, you know, you can get school to take on it or get my take on it. So my take on it was, listen, we need to compete, compete, compete. And if we're not competing over here fast enough, then I need to just go and do what I have to do because it's just some things that are just in you, you know, and it's not, I'm not the first group that it's happened to. And there's no animosity. There's no hope behind the story beef. I mean, it's like any other thing. I'll be listening. Once you spend enough time around a person, you might not like this or that, but that's not the, 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 circumstance or the factor why we're not making music it's just listen i like to make music all the time and i want this kind of a dream and you know how it is you just you become this type of person right and then other people develop their own vision of where they want to go so 
with all that being said, I was only left with one option. You better get in the studio and do the hook and do the, an extra 16 and make a whole record. And then one thing just led to another. I'm like, Shit, I'm 20 songs deep. Right. Well, let me pursue this solo thing, you know? I want to turn to uh, go, go back a little bit. Um, and Das Effect's third album, Hold It Down, you got to work with some of the mm -hmm. best, you know, the best to ever do it. Easy Mo B, Showbiz, DJ Premier, just to kind of name a few. Can you just take the the audience into like what kind of what those studio sessions were like crafting that they album? Were, they were they were they were crazy. They were crazy. Well, to set the mood, uh, I believe that was, was our third album, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So we were coming off of a not so good second album. So in terms of industry uh, life, that was a quote unquote do or die album. So when we went to go meet all those producers. We were saying, "Give us the best you got." <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, we definitely. wanted to. We we definitely wanted to make up for the last album. So a lot of those sessions, I mean, they played us beats upon beats upon beats, and sometimes guys like Primo, for instance, Primo played us maybe three tracks. We wanted all three. You know what I mean? <laughs> that right. time we was like, "Man, this guy's on fire!" So, and I think he actually made real hip hop right there for us, as a matter of fact. And then uh, we we took home No Diggity. I remember taking home that beat with me. But a lot of those sessions, like Easy Mo B and so on and so forth, you know, they had just worked with guys like Biggie, and and they and, and they were our idols anyway. So it was one. It was a pressure do or die session. Like we need to eat, and at the same time it was I can't believe I'm in the studio with this guy. <laughs> Um, between the first three DOS FX albums, there's like a solid album worth of remixes. Um, did you enjoy seeing what other producers could do with your material, or was this more of a label decision? No, it was. It was well, yeah, it was a label decision because at that time, that was the thing to do. You put a record out, and before you know it, there's a remix to it. You know. Mm -hmm. gotcha. but, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I loved seeing what the uh, producers would come up with. There was so many. And unfortunately, you know, you can only just use the official one as the B side or whatever. But yeah, yeah I, I, I loved it. I wish they would still kind of do that now, you know. Uh, we're speaking with uh, Crazy Drazy, a uh, new album coming out this year. Uh, yeah. Called Encore. Uh, what's the best way to kind of keep up to date with what you're doing? Man, just I'm doing the same thing as everybody else. You know, I'm on social media. You can catch me at, you know, my Twitter at Crazy Drazy. Uh, and that's with a K, so that's K-R-A-Z-Y, Drazy, D-R-A-Y-Z. People always get those uh, mixed up. So it's Crazy Dre, at Crazy Drazy, and on Facebook, The Real Crazy Drazy. And, uh, you know, Instagram, same thing, Crazy Drazy. So other than, you know, uh, doing something crazy, getting in a crazy fight, or where you can see me on world star but <laughs> you know just catch me on the basic sites man and uh when 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 do we expect the, the album to drop well what i'm doing is I, i'm juggling right now okay. i have faith in this hand i mean you know i well i'm not sure what to call it i should call it keep the faith so i and they're both done man they're both done man <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Faith Part 2, Keep the Faith, that's done. Um, Encore is done. What I'm trying to decide to do, it's what song, because I'm thinking, should I just drop an iTunes-type single with a video and then try and... It's the music business, so I'm still trying to 
fix the business side, right? right because right. what I learned, what I learned from uh, Showtime was basically, you, you need some help, you need some assistance to get the word out. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So I want to make sure it's only fair to me, the music, and the fans because there's a lot of people. Really, I didn't know you had an album. <laughs> oh man, you know? yeah, yeah, definitely. Crazy Drazy, member of the hip hop group yeah. Dust Effects, uh, coming yeah. out his second album, Encore. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy Drazy, thanks so much for joining me on the library with Tim Einenkel on rapstation.com. No worries, anytime. Drazy, Drazy, yeah. Crazy Drazy, you can call me Dre. I hold it down straight from around the way. Say what I mean and I mean what I say. Operating on the beat like my name's Dr. Dre. Like my name's Dr. Dre. Like my name's Dr. Dre. Like an AK, work the mama, bring the drama like in the case slay. Hey, hey, Dre more potent than some Cali weed. No joking, what I'm smoking, it ain't gotta see. Ain't no choking, got you open, I got what you need. Check my pedigree, you'll see that I'm a different breed. Uh, same game, but in a different league. Same lane, but I'm moving at a different speed. Same brain, but I'm using mine, true indeed. The boy, hold it down, that's how it sound when you're in the league. Now, how I'm on it, bring the heat all day, still blazing that Chronic kill beats like Dre, you know I'm still psychotic. I'm about it all the way, you know the boy still got it. Don't doubt it when I say hey, crazy Drazy, you can call me Dre. I hold it down straight from around the way. Say what I mean and I mean what I say. Operating on the beat like my name's Dr. Dre. 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 Operating on the beat like my name's Dr. Dre. From the east side, got love for the west side. Big and Park, I swear two of the best died. They tried to fill they slot, some of the rest tried. Dre drop heavy like a Chevy, nigga, they let's ride. My this shit dumping, you can hear from a block away. I get a jump and bring the funk word to Dr. Dre. I'm slam dunking on these punks word to Dr. J. Sometimes I take it easy on them, no, but no, not today. Stick it, still drop gems, make hits. Sugar, this shit still bang like bloods in the crib. Still do it for the fans, still do it for the chips. Still playing my shit up in the clubs and in the whips uh, I do work for I only know one way The game without dreads like no church on Sunday That sound absurd like no work on Monday Now my legends some say they're gonna get it one day Crazy Drazy, you can call me Dre I hold it down straight from around the way Say what I mean and I mean what I say Operating on the beat like my name's Dr. Dre Like my name's Dr. Dre like my name's Dr. Dre. Like my name's Dr. Dre. I'm a great man. Like my name's Dr. Dre. Like